0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. I'm so happy to be joined here with Lincoln Jones and Paige Wilkie of the American Contemporary Ballet. I was just at opening night um, this past Friday for ACB's annual Nutcracker Suite shown here in LA, which is this incredibly fresh, sophisticated, innovative, first of its kind take on the classic ballet that audiences around the world obviously know and love every holiday season. Um, So thank you both so much for taking the time to chat with me.
1: Of course. Happy to be here.
0: Lincoln, I'd love to start with you as the artistic director and choreographer of um, the ballet. Nutcracker is perhaps one of the most widely seen and celebrated shows, not just during the holiday season, but of any show or of any ballet. Um, It dates back, obviously, over a century to its premiere in Russia. But your company's version of this classic ballet is unlike any other that we're used to seeing. Can you... Um, touch on what made you want to add a very innovative and immersive twist on this traditional holiday outing that families around the world um, experience?
2: Yeah, uh, sure. I, you know, I think it was, you know, it started out with just sort of a, a, picture in my mind of uh what the the experience could be um and i think that i the music is timeless and uh gorgeous and i think that i thought that there was maybe a more um up to date way we could tell the story and give the audience an experience of the the story the atmosphere and uh the music um that they couldn't have otherwise. And uh, that maybe would feel a little bit more, um, would resonate a little bit more with contemporary audiences.
0: Yeah, and I'd love to touch on just the design and decor elements of the show, which I think are just as crucial and, and integral to the guest experience as the show itself. You're obviously, when you enter this large industrial space, you're transported to this winter wonderland where snow is on the ground and on the um on the walls and you're overlooking the skyline of Los Angeles you know from the 20th floor in in a building in downtown Los Angeles can you speak to some of those designer decor elements which um which adds to the immersive quality of this unique nutcracker
2: yeah absolutely so there are really three elements uh in the story of Nutcracker, three story points. Um, One is a party. Another one is a nightmare. And then another one is sort of this dream world. And so um, we created our own versions of those a little bit out of order. It begins with a nightmare, uh, which is you enter into really what feels like an anonymous corporate space and go into an office that is, confusing and hopefully a, a kid's worst nightmare you know somewhere that you I it's the kind of the space that when I was a kid you know if you went to work with your parents they'd have you sit down and you'd just wait in this space with a couple of magazines and a water cooler <laughs> and then so we, we the the idea there was to try to create as much disappointment and confusion as possible uh, to then contrast what happens next, which is you walk into a space that you would never expect to find behind a door in one of these sort of anonymous corporate hallways, um, which is, you know, it's filled with snow and, and uh, pink and, and candy and and mechanical dolls and things. And so to me, that very much feels like a dream. Like it, it, it's really only in a dream that you would imagine being on the 28th floor of a skyscraper, you know, behind faceless doors and open it and go into this wonderland where there's an ice skater and and all these things happening. Um, and in the nutcracker, there's this party scene um for the children. And I wanted to not have people watch the party. You know, it seems the idea of watching a party sounds terrible to me, so I thought, put them in the party. And so you enter and you have popcorn and champagne and ice cream. And then, you know, the in in the ballet, the main characters, the protagonists are served the candies and the ice creams and the things that they watch on stage. So we just audience the protagonist.
0: Absolutely. And I think it works so much better that first part of the experience, that nightmare part this year compared to last year, which was my first year attending the, um, your ballet's Nutcracker Suite, because you just got that um, stark contrast between being in this mundane office space versus then going into the next room and being transported into what really is the polar opposite in terms of the, you know, ambiance and just the vibe of, you know, being in this very fantasy like magical winter wonderland, which it was. Um, so it, it worked really well for me personally, as I'm sure it did for um everyone else that was in attendance. Paige, I'd love to switch gears um, and ask you. Um, you know, you play the Sugar Plum Fairy this year, as well as um Mother Ginger, which was the um role I saw you in on Friday evening. Can you talk about how long you've been a part of ACV's Nutcracker Suite and how your role um in the ballet has evolved over time.
1: Yeah, so this is actually my second Nutcracker with ACB. Um, and it's crazy cause it just feels like it was last year's Nutcracker. Um, but I'm super excited to be a part of it yet again. I'm new to Mother Ginger this year, which is a lot of fun. Um, and it's super rewarding and exciting to work with young dancers. Uh, to feed off of their energy and to see how much they look up to you and to remember that I feel like I just was that age. So mother ginger is really fun um, amongst a lot of other roles that I get to do, but sugar pump for sure um, is the most magical to me, the most rewarding, the most exciting, the one I think about the most for sure. Um, It's super challenging, but it's, It's just, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. And I would assume when you were younger, you might have been part of a more traditional Nutcracker. Um, Can you talk about your feelings towards um, a version like this, like the one Lincoln has crafted versus the more traditional ones you've been a part of and how maybe this one made you uniquely um, attracted to being part of a more elevated version, I guess you could say of the Nutcracker?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've done the nutcracker every single year of my life since I was four, with the exception of 2020, of course. Yes. Um, but even when it was still kind of COVID times, I did guestings and I, I just always feel like I have to do the nutcracker, but I have become a little bit burnt out on it, of course. Uh, and you know, growing up doing the traditional version and going to see other traditional versions, I also find it to be extremely boring, especially the whole first half with the party scene. It feels like it's never gonna end. I remember my dad used to fall asleep pretty much every single time. And, you know, it just drags and drags and drags. Uh, so I think that's why ACV's Nutcracker is so amazing because it, like you, you leave wanting more, you could never be bored because it's just so, there's so much to look at, so much going on. You get to see the amazing dancing, but you also get to just like be a part of this experience and be transported into a total other world. And so that at my age now where I feel like I was starting to get burnt out on Nutcracker, that's what makes it so exciting. And to see the reaction, you know, from everybody. And I'm even always tempted to tell people beforehand about the whole secretary part because I just I feel like I need to like preface them because I have some friends that I know will be insanely confused and maybe even try to leave and of course I don't want them to leave and but I never end up telling everybody and then I'm so happy I don't because their reaction to that through the whole show is like it's like they're speechless they just can't even believe it they're like oh my gosh I was in this office and we thought we were in the wrong place but we looked at the tickets and this girl and they're so confused and then they leave like yeah, just so happy and so excited. So yeah, I love being a part of this because it's just so, I mean, it's never been done before. It's like so cool and so interesting.
0: And that directly segues into my next question for you, Lincoln, which is, you know, when you're younger and you enjoy the nutcracker, as you reach a certain age, it does become boring and it does become childlike, you know, when you, when you get older and this experience that you've crafted for you know audiences here in la is the perfect answer to that feeling that audiences get as they get older that feel like the nutcracker has become more kitty but still want to um receive that holiday feeling in some way and this is a version of that that is more adult um i think i read somewhere lincoln that you didn't want to just create another Nutcracker for kids, but you wanted it to be more targeted towards a more adult demo. Can you speak to more to that goal and creating a more adult
2: Nutcracker with this show? You know, I actually didn't go to the Nutcracker when I was young. I uh, I came to ballet very, very late. And um, I, I started ballet when I was about uh, 19 or 20. And, uh, and I saw my first ballet when I was about, I don't know, probably 16 or 17 and th- what you said perfectly encapsulated it I thought that my reaction to ballet was that it was beautiful and mysterious and boring and so my goal has been to remove that third part um and I think that you know the for I wanted to create something that I would want to watch that I would want to go to and I think it's not difficult to make something that plays to both audiences as long as that's your intent. And uh so there are elements in there that, you know, there's a mechanical doll that of course the kids are going to love. The adults tend to love that too. But um, you know, there's little poems on the back of those cards and and there's a lot of things that if you look at it more deeply, uh, you'll begin to catch uh certain things that of course only adults would. And I think that um, you know, it, sometimes family oriented stuff is really means kids. It means kids stuff, but you know, it's so much better when the whole family can enjoy it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Paige, I wanted to follow up on something you said earlier, which is that, you know, this is without all of the narrative plot driven elements of the more traditional show, there isn't any mice or no big Christmas tree or none of that. Um, and it focuses strictly on the movement and your work. Can you talk about how encouraging that is and attractive that was for a dancer like yourself, knowing that sort of all of that, all of that other added stuff was swept away and it really just does focus on you in in this show.
1: Yeah, I think it's incredibly special on the one hand. Um, I think that a lot of most Nutcrackers you get lost in the the big sets and the big trees and the forty mice and the soldiers and there's so much going on. It's almost like where do you even really focus? And with this Nutcracker, I think all of the the nuances and all of the the special little thing, even the way that the program looks and the way the program is and the snow were all just so perfectly placed and so so nice to to really have the dancing be the main focus in my opinion and the costumes I think are really really special also
0: Mm -hmm. um I believe one of you said this earlier about how this does feel like a slog just like or the you know the version that we're used to just a two plus hour you know um boring slog fest but one of my favorite aspects of your show along with Many others, as we've stated before, is the fact that the running time is strictly, you know, forty-five minutes an hour. Really, you know, focusing on um, the performances and not as much the narrative that we're used to. Um, can you speak to the decision of tightening the length of the show and showcasing just a few of the select um, dance numbers that are featured?
2: Uh yes. So there's a couple of, of things behind that. That um, the the, the ballet. Back- is the original Nutcracker, the one that really we see, is really based on a 19th century model. And I think that things like cinema and things have have made that kind of storytelling sort of outdated. And it it's immediately puts a distance between the audience uh, and their experience. So um, I wanted to do something that would be uh, just immediately attractive and, and digestible for audiences. And number two, uh, well, there's there's actually more than number two. There's, um, you know, the fact that I think people have a lot uh, more restrictions on their time now and they, you know, they can't necessarily commit three hours to uh, a ballet. And lastly, ballet doesn't, LA, Los Angeles doesn't really have a huge history with ballet. And um, I, if you're coming into something that's a new language, um, you know, two hours is an awful lot and so i think that people are more easily willing to try something uh when it's on a shorter time frame and then uh they're more easily able to digest it you know with the the dances they move by pretty quickly and um they can sort of see this new thing that hopefully resonates uh just because it's you know beautiful dancing um but at the same time it's uh you know you're not hitting them over the head with it for too long
0: yeah Absolutely. Um, Well, again, congratulations to you both on the kickoff of what is sure to be another successful year of the Nutcracker Suite. I I would go again if I could. It was such a treat for me. And um, just as a reminder, the Nutcracker Suite does show every weekend up to Christmas Eve on December 24th. So you can get your tickets at acbdances.com while they last. But Lincoln and Paige, thanks so much for taking the time to chat. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having
0: us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to the Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.